business, government, religion, family issues, and more. Find it all right here on 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo Newscat for Thursday, December 1st. More details about the drowning on Lake of the Ozarks last weekend. Lake Ozark Fire District has confirmed a kayak was involved in the incident. And first responders say they rescued two people out of the water when they first arrived. Both were treated for hypothermia. Two men drowned in the incident. Both were graduate students at St. Louis University. Organizers are calling the Lodo Relief Fundraiser a huge success. The event raised nearly $55,000 for the needy and Fort Myers Beach after Hurricane Ian devastated the area. More than 400 people came to the event at the Encore Saturday, November 26th. Donations are still being accepted. Organizers also say plans are in the works to send a group from the lake area for several days of work projects in Fort Myers Beach in January. And holiday festivities continue with the Camdenton Tree Lighting and Christmas on the Square this weekend. The tree lighting ceremony begins on Friday at 5 and Christmas on the Square runs from 10.30 until 1. There will be games, prizes, a petting zoo, and of course, Santa Claus. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com. She's a former Camdenton resident, Hollywood actress, and pop culture expert. Tina Griffin helps parents safely navigate the current pop culture chaos, know how to create a healthy media diet for your family, and live as a counterculture warrior. Listen to the Counterculture Mom Show Fridays and Sundays at 5 a.m., 1 p.m., and 9 p.m. on Key Radio, 89.3 FM. Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. College hoops last night. Big win for the MSU Bears. A win at Illinois Chicago 66-51. Bears improving to 4-3 and three on the young season. They will be at home to Bradley on Saturday. Mizzou is 8-0 after beating Wichita State in overtime on Tuesday. Tigers will be at home to SEMO on Sunday. NFL tonight, the Bills and the Patriots get week number 13 started. Chiefs are 9-2 on the road to play the 7-4 Bengals. That's a rematch of last year's AFC Championship game. Both teams are red hot. These Bengals, remember, went to the Super Bowl last night. They've won three in a row and five out of six. The Chiefs have won five in a row. Overall in the NFL, the Eagles 10-1 with the best record. Chiefs and Vikings 9-2. Then come the Cowboys, Buffalo, and Miami. They are all 8-3. Chiefs are 5-1 at home, 4-1 on the road. So so far this season, college football playoff rankings, Georgia number one, Michigan number two, TCU number three. They're all undefeated at 12-0. USC up at number four this week. So 
if the college football playoffs were to start today, those four teams would make the national semifinals. Ohio State is at five, Alabama at six. And Mizzou, of course, is bowl eligible. They'll find out this weekend what bowl game they're going to. They are six and six after upsetting Arkansas on Black Friday. St. Louis Blues busy tonight at home against the Hurricanes. Blues very mediocre so far this year at 11 and 11. Lake TV brings you five local lake area shows and they're all greatness and starting next week it's the high school basketball coaches show. You'll hear from most all of the local high school basketball coaches get their thoughts on the season ahead, a season preview of sorts. That's the high school basketball coaches show on Lake TV every day starting next Tuesday at 1002, 202 and 602 p.m. Of course you can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90. Don't worry if you don't get Como. You can watch Lake TV absolutely free on Roku, on Amazon Fire, and streaming live all the time on your computer at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Programming on Key Radio made possible in part by Skelton Key and Lock. When you're locked out of your home, car, or business, every second counts. You need to be sure that the company you choose will answer the call and get to you as quickly as possible. Skelton Key & Lock offers reliable service, reasonable rates, and they're recommended by everyone. They can cut and program new keys and fobs. They can install new locks on your home, business, or rental property. If you can stick a key in it, chances are it can be serviced by Skelton Key & Lock serving the entire lake area. This is Bill Munhausen for Creation Expo. What does the Bible say? Many people have never read it, so it's worth a try to summarize the message. The Bible is God describing himself to his creation and giving us an account of history. He made all things, including the first people who rebelled against him and threw the world into chaos. Sinful living reigned the earth, but God adopted Israel to preserve a history of the conflict between light and darkness. The Bible testifies to our inability to live rightly without God's power in us. When the time was right, God came in the form of Jesus to proclaim the good news and deliver us from sin. For 2,000 years he has infused the world with goodness, while evil has simultaneously abounded. Jesus will come again for the final resolution. The question before us is what believers ought to believe. Will you live in preparation for Christ's return or simply live in the moment separated from the Lord? You get to decide. To learn more, visit creationxpo.com.
This is your chance to get involved in community radio, Lake of the Ozarks, with 89.3, The Key. enjoyed listening to and I think a lot of people have over here in the concert a couple of times and certainly some sad news from the world of music the world of rock and roll Christine McVie of course very impactful with her band Fleetwood Mac she was married to John McVie and um, what an amazing career uh, that she has put together over the uh, over the years and she will certainly be missed as we uh, Kind of look back, and I'm sure a lot of people will, and you'll be hearing a lot about her in the next uh, probably few days. And then uh, off she will go into the, the sunset, the sunset uh, of of rock and roll. So sorry to uh, have to start the show with some sad news, but again, uh, it's one of those situations where I think uh, what's interesting about all of this is the impact that she had on the music world, both uh, as a performer with Fleetwood Mac and a solo artist. So uh, we hope that, uh, <laughs> we hope that, I'm just reading a couple of comments here. And, and good morning to all you folks that are tuning in. David, good morning. Joe, Bradley, Sean. Uh, it says, I, and I don't understand this. It says, um, watch all your milk if you let Gary in the office. <laughs> I guess there's something to that. We'll find out a little bit more here shortly. Hey, thanks for joining us on The Daily Show, and uh, i got to tell you, folks, it is going to be another beautiful day at the lake. Right now, we are looking at uh, about 27 degrees in Osage Beach, 27 in Camdenton. I don't know, maybe it's a little warmer where you are, depending on where you're listening at. I know some friends from the lake are down in Mexico right now. I don't know if they're listening. They're probably resting and recreating on the beach or maybe just getting their day started because uh, sometimes you go down there and... You have a little bit more fun than you bargained for. Plenty of sunshine today. High of around 50, 41. The low tonight with some clouds. Cloudy and 62 for tomorrow. Then partly cloudy, 41 on Saturday. Mostly cloudy and 51 on Sunday. And then we begin uh, the new week with some showers and 55 on Monday. But basically temps next week look to be in the low to mid 40s with lows anywhere from the uh, mid to upper 20s to low 30s. And so that is something that you have to look forward to. Lake level at 657.16, river level of 551.52, and the surface water temp at 52 degrees. 8.11 is our time, and as is normally the case when we get together on Thursday mornings, we bring in our good friend, Miss Mindy Sales, to talk about what's going on in the community. And uh, she has a friend with her. His name is Gary Brayman, and good morning to both of you. Thanks for uh, thanks for stopping in. Get in there a little closer. Good morning, Kevin. So we can hear that wonderful speaking voice. <laughs> morning, KB. How are you guys doing this morning? Doing good. Good, 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 good. good it's good. a nice brisk morning. It brisk. If you step outside, you'll automatically go from uh, maybe uh, lack of uh, sleep or tired mode to... <laughs> Hey, I want to do stuff. I got to go. 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 That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. So how are you doing, Mindy? I'm awesome. I'm doing good today. How about you? 
Yeah. Are you recovering from the head cold? You still it, sound a little. It, it, normally with a cold, it lasts. It, for some reason, colds just love me. They linger. And they love to stick around. And, uh, well, I, you know, before, I guess, you know, when I was drinking and stuff like that, uh, right. there was a reason to stay there because, you know, it's cocktail hour. Hey, right. we'll hang around. <laughs> but I can't understand what the reason is now because, uh, you know, I don't do that anymore. So uh, we have a, a gentleman with us in the studio this morning. We uh, do. His, his name is Gary Brayman. He is. That is true. And uh, Gary is uh, is going to talk to us this morning about some things that he does. But uh, more importantly, we're going to kind of set the table with him a little bit to find out more about uh, what it is he does. Yes. So um, I know, Gary, actually, our uh, kiddos went to high school together, uh, uh, Natalie uh, and uh, his son went to high school together. And so we've known each other off and on. But as uh, I've, um, you know, talked to more people and stuff here and all the awesome things that Gary does, I was excited to bring him in. And so um, so one thing I think that, uh, you know, is, is I think amazing that he's working on right now. And I am learning a lot about this disc golf. So this is a thing. Mm-hmm. And these disc golf people are serious. And uh, serious is a heart attack. They are. It's, it's like, you know, it's like. It's like regular golf. When someone is concentrating on their golf game, you don't want to walk. Well, I, I you know, had some uh, some interesting, you know, interaction with golfers over the years, oh. which didn't turn out very well. Uh, they, you know, they like to focus on their game. Oh, some yeah. guys like to go out. Some women like to go out and play golf. And uh, other folks, uh, you know, they, they're very serious about it. You are so right. Especially because of what it costs. Well, that that's true. When I was a kiddo, actually, I my my we belonged to a golf a country club in my hometown, and the road went a road went right through the middle of the golf course, and so you had to cross the road. So anyway, we were driving. My mom saw my dad golfing, and so we pulled up, and I rolled down my window and yelled, "Hey, Dad!" And oh my gosh, I got in so much trouble for that. I had no idea, but yes, you're right. It's a very serious situation here. Uh, so Gary has been. Um, Involved in the disc golf world, fair to say? Yeah. yeah. That's true. Uh, so, I w- well, can you explain disc golf? Just do a quick sure. explanation. So, disc golf is similar to ball golf. That's what we call it. Um, there's a place you throw from. You throw the frisbee or disc towards a target, and you try to get there in as few throws as possible. And uh, it, we have one at the Camdenton City Park that uh, myself and a bunch of volunteers built. Were you uh, responsible for that? Yeah, I went to, uh, Dennis North was mayor at the time, and Brenda Coulter was the city administrator. I right. went to them right. and uh, asked if we could uh, look at putting that in, and then I had a group of volunteers help build, build and put that in. Uh, Kevin Sellers, uh, Ben Viles, and the Flag family were the big volunteers that helped with that, right. to put that in, so... Well, and, and, and it's interesting because this particular disc golf course is one of the best disc golf courses in the state. It gets a lot of really good reviews. Top five? Yeah, probably so, easily. Top three? Uh, no, my brother's probably, my brother built one in Holt Summit that probably took that spot from me. Really? Yeah. Well, you know what we have to do then. We've got, <laughs> we've got our work cut out for us. Yeah. And it's not only, it's not only well known throughout the state, but it's well known throughout the country. A lot of people come, uh, they had an event down there. It's been a couple of years ago and we did a live broadcast out there and I was amazed. I was talking to various people that showed up to play and you know, these people weren't just from Missouri. A lot of them were from surrounding states and there were uh there were a group of guys there from hold on let me think for a moment memory retention has never been a strong point um 
Where are these guys from? I think they were from Idaho. Wow. Yeah. Yes. And they came specifically to play disc golf in Camdenton. Yeah, it wow. gets, gets quite, a, quite a bit of good reviews. It's in very rough terrain, so there's a lot of elevation. Um, it's very wooded, as those arcs are, and uh, so it takes a lot of creative shots. People really like it. Yeah. And uh, so it's been a lot of fun, and it's been very rewarding to s- see the comments on Google reviews uh, about how people love the course. Yeah. Of course, there's a few bad ones, too, but those, they don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So when you sit down and you look for a piece of land to put a disc golf course on, what are you looking for? Uh, Because um, there is one where I grew up out in Hazelwood, Missouri. And so we used to go out there every once in a while and play. Uh, I spent much like normal golf. I spent a lot of time in the woods looking for my... (laughs) Their disc. Well, I say disc, but at at that time we called them Frisbees, but... Sure. Yeah, so there's a lot of different ways to look at it. I I really like technical courses. I don't have a big arm. I can't throw that far, but I can throw accurately. So um, I was looking at our... You got a good short game is what you're saying. I have a good short game, pretty good short game. And uh, I was looking at our city park, and, well, it's full woods. So I thought this is perfect. Right. I'd I'd played some courses that Mm -hmm. were in the woods, and it was a lot of fun. So um, I went to the city and asked if we could uh, put that in. Uh, we, We got sponsorships pay for the baskets and the tee pads and uh we built it and people love it it's free to play uh so that's even better mm-hmm. it's something for the community and a lot of people do come in and use it from the community and from outside the community yeah, yeah. and they've had uh, they've had a tournament or two there they have a commu- uh they do have a tournament uh the dragon ridge open the name yeah. of the disc golf course is uh, dragon ridge they have it every memorial day uh, they have for the last four or five years i think the yeah. city of camdenton throws that on well, I think that it's just amazing, and, you know, a lot of people that live here, number one, don't even know it's there. Right. But there are people around the state and around, and, and you know, that, that's interesting, because I would imagine maybe somebody coming into town looking for the disc golf course, like, say, looking for the dam or Hahataka. Where's the disc golf course? Hmm, hold on. Yeah. So we're going to give them all that information today so we can put them right there on the spot and, and get more locals involved in it. Yes, Absolutely. And so that's at the Camdenton City Park. Um, it's over by the ball fields. The uh, right. first tee pad is at the first, uh, right beside the uh, the parking lot by the ballparks. And it loops all the way around by the tennis courts and comes back and ends right there, too. Now, I, I haven't played that course, but I've walked some of the course. Yeah. Some right. is the operative <laughs> word in that sentence. Because there are some hills and some valleys. And uh, in addition, you may very well want to... Uh, I don't know, take a month or so and get in shape before you have to go out there and start walking uh, that course. Yeah, so it's pretty flat until you hit hole six, and then it drops down into a ravine that runs between the ball fields and the uh, the main playground part of the park. Right. And it follows that ravine, and then because you went down, you have to come back up. And uh, it's quite a little bit of a trek coming up out of there, and then it crosses the road, and it goes over by the tennis courts and back around so it's a lot of fun somebody says you you need a billy goat with you to carry your disc i i see i see yeah. this playing out similar to you know somebody goes down and oh this is a great course oh this course is yeah. great and then they're going back up the hill and like man we should have thought this out before we showed right. up here <laughs> and that's an 18 hole course is that correct it is it started out as a 10 hole course and uh, we got a lot of reviews and we we had uh, enough interest that uh, we went back to the uh, city park board and the city council, and they allowed us to 
I put in the remaining holes. Now, you are a, kind of an outdoorsy kind of guy anyway. Yeah, I am. And you've been involved in some other projects, not just disc golf. Uh, Sean says uh, bike trail maintenance, pickleball extension cord in Lynn Creek. Yep. So you are uh, you look like you're, I mean, my Lord, look at this guy. I mean, talk about being in good shape. Everybody oh, my goodness. Said, everybody said, hey, KB, you look great. You lost 75 pounds. Oh, that's marvelous. Uh, Gary here looks like he's been, uh, you know, out doing a lot of stuff outdoors. And, uh, yeah, it looks well, like thanks, it's, guys. it's really so, paid off for you there. Yeah, so I am an outdoorsman, and, and I love it, and I, I like to make things available for other people to do outdoors as well. So that's kind of where uh, I started with Dragon Ridge, and uh, the YMCA is also putting in a nine-hole disc golf course. Outstanding. Uh, I des- designed that. We're in the middle of building that. We hope to have it open uh, by summer t- next year. Um it's in conjunction with the uh, Bicycle Skills Park that they're right. putting in there. It's kind of not the same people doing it, but it's the same group of volunteers building it. Now, this is another thing that I'm just kind of sitting here thinking while you're talking. So you've got a Jack Nicholas design course here at the Lake for Golf, and you've got a Tom Weisskopf mm-hmm. uh, course that's been designed for golf. What are we going to start seeing Gary Brayman's name all over the country? Now? Oh, are, are they going to call you and say, Gary, that. Gary, we've Listen. got a, we've got, we've got some land and we want to sit down with oh. you and pick your brain a little bit. And <laughs> the short answer to that is no, that's not <laughs> going to happen. Uh, that's a lot of work and it's a, it's a labor of love and mm-hmm. I'm doing it for my community. Um, people in other communities, they can pick that up and do it themselves, but it really is a labor of love. I love to see people in our community and visiting our community having things to do when they come, especially free things to yeah, do. Yeah, sure. Uh, the, the course at the YMCA will also be free to the public. You won't need a YMCA membership. Mm-hmm. Um, just show up. Yeah, just show up. Just, just like the the Magic Dragon trails uh, that's starting to <clears throat> put trails in around the lake or working to get trails. They've built a bicycle skills park over the YMCA, and I'm part of that organization. Um, <clears throat> and they've opened the bicycle skills park over right. there, and it's also free to the public. Absolutely. <clears throat> and, and it's interesting, Mindy, I don't know if you know a whole lot about disc golf, but I remember when we used to play as kids, we took we took one whammo frisbee and went out there mm-hmm. and just went at it all day. They have different discs, much like you have different clubs in your bag. So you've got like uh, a disc that you use for like the long throw, and then you use a disc for oh. the, the short throw. Wow. And, and uh, I don't know if you have a pitching wedge or a, a sand wedge type, you know, sure. related disc or something like that. What and, and and interestingly enough, accuracy is obviously the key here, much like in golf. Sure. But the point is, uh, do you have any? Are there any uh, things out there like a sand trap or a, a, you know like a lake or you know things that that could hinder someone who's you know needing to maybe work on their game a little bit? Well, at Dragon Ridge and the one uh, the course of the YMCA, which we haven't named yet. Trees mm. are, are left in place Perfect. purposely right. to make people make the right oh. shots. Um, you hit a tree and it goes bouncing in the woods, and you yeah. got to throw out through the trees. Um, do you get a have... drop like they do in golf? Uh, no. No? No. You uh, play it wherever, wherever it lands? Wherever it lands. And we don't have a lot of water on our courses here. We yeah. do have a little bit of water in a creek down in Camdenton, okay. but if, if it lands in there, it's, it's a stroke. But, yeah, it's mainly just your topography in your trees so the same principles essentially yeah. apply to mm-hmm. disc golf that you would have in, in 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 ball golf right and and it's amazing but i would think again uh you know there's 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 a lot to going out and doing this it's not just you go out and throw it and 
you have to, you know, kind of know what you're doing a little bit. Yeah, just like anything else is practice. Right. Um, and you, you get practical experience by uh, doing it, you know, over and over again. And, and Now, in golf, there's a driving range, and then there's a putting green. What do you, what would you, uh, you know, what's what's the similarity in disc golf? Is there some some place where you can go just try and throw it? Yeah, so we don't really have a driving range, but a lot of people go to the ball fields in Camden and, mm. and work on their drive, you know, get out in the open field, throw multiple discs, and then there's a basket there that they can practice their putting on mm-hmm. uh, right there by the parking lot. Interestingly enough, I have another comment here uh, from Daniel. He says, uh, I've had several people recommend improving the Camdenton Skate Park. They have a super nice one in Four Seasons. Are you at all about uh, working on the skate park there? Because I've seen kids there all the time, and it's a it's a neat place for kids to go. It is. And then they don't get in trouble for skating on the sidewalks. Because a lot of business owners and, and, and people don't want the kids skating on the sidewalk. Yeah, it is. It's a great location for that, and it does get used quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I am on the Camdenton Community Park Board. Um, that is comes up in discussions all the time for our master plan. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's there are a lot of conversations about that skate park. It, it's another free uh, thing, and peop, kids use it all the time, and we'd love to see improvements on it. Well, you know, you talk about the pool, and you talk about the park, and you talk about the playground. Uh, you've got uh, the disc golf course out there. You've got... Uh, the tennis courts, you've got mm-hmm. the skate park, you've got the horseshoe pits. Yep. That's what I'd like to start doing again is horseshoes, man. I'm pretty good with horseshoes. Ooh, really? It used to be pretty, uh, it used to be a, a very competitive force with horseshoes. Wow. Because uh, there was, uh, and I say this in the nicest way possible, there may have been some wagering involved. I'm not sure. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes after, you know, we got done playing, sometimes my wallet was a little lighter. Other times I had a little bit uh, extra cash in there, but. That's neither here nor there. Was he challenging us? We don't, uh, oh, I'm in. We, I'm in. We don't. Uh, we don't condone that sort of thing here right. uh, on Key Radio. But <laughs> our, what is what is the future? Of, and 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 uh, we're getting down to the bottom of the hour, so we have to take a break, and we'll focus on the the course out at the Tri County YMCA that uh, that you're working on. But what is the hope? of the folks that have the Dragon Ridge course. Is is that something you want to get more tournaments there? You want to get it more exposure? Because obviously, much like any other event that takes place at the lake, you bring people in, they need places to stay, they need places to eat, sure. and <clears throat> they want to shop while they're here and check out the lake and get out of the water and have a good time. And, you know, we just opened the uh, Ballparks National out there not sure. too long ago, and that's a great draw. And so what you're doing, in essence, it's much like uh, a lot of other events. You're adding to the, you know, you're adding to the sales tax and in and, and the, the income economy. and the economy here at the mm-hmm. lake. Yeah. So Dragon Ridge is is built. It's 18 holes. It's been there for a while. We have our yearly tournament. It's exactly what we wanted. Mm-hmm. It, it's doing what it brings a lot of people. That that tournament brings in over 100 people every year mm-hmm. on the Memorial Day weekend. Um, just you know, yearly upkeep to the course. That's the only thing we can really do there. Uh, we're expanding over to the YMCA. Um, for those, uh, as far as as the Camden City Park, we're trying to put together a plan. Um, pickleball and uh, the skate park are two of the things that we're hoping to improve. We're trying to put pickleball in in the city park somewhere. All come, man, and, and there's another to, one. Yeah, look at how pickleball is oh, taking yeah. off. Crazy. Yeah, and I mean, it's not just 
it's not just badminton. It's not just tennis. It's, it's pickleball. And they have these 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 rackets that you can buy for the game that are made out of, like, you know, like space-age polymer. Absolutely. I mean, you know, they're light and flexible, and you could do all kinds of stuff. Bill Munhausen and his wife Peggy mm-hmm. are big pickleball fans. They are. They are huge pickleball yeah. fans. And at one point, he had, had an actual pickleball net set up inside the key gathering place. Nice. <laughs> and I, I don't know if that was for practice, if he was bringing in, like, you know, how sometimes... You know, you bring in the best person in the sport to teach you how to improve your game. Yeah. Um, we're getting towards the bottom of the hour, but I have to ask you, uh, Dennis wants to know, uh, he says, ask Gary about running and specifically about the stairs at Hahatanka. Oh, gosh. So, yeah. So the, everybody knows the stairs at Hahatanka. A right. couple years ago, yeah. this is a claim of fame, I guess, for me. A couple years ago, I turned 50. Good for you. And I thought, well, let's do something stupid for my 50th <laughs> birthday, right? This was awesome, though. So my, a group of friends and I, mm-hmm. uh, I, I said, well, let's let's go out to Ha Tonkin and, and let's climb those steps for my birthday. Was Dennis with you, by the way? I don't think so. I probably did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we... We did. We went. We did them fifty times, up and down as one. In did, one day. In one day. Yes. A group of friends and I. We did it fifty times. How long 50. did it take you? Took uh, took nine hours. Oh. Yeah. It was in. What kind of shape were you in the next day? Or could you? Uh, did they have to carry yeah. you off on a stretcher? I wasn't in the best shape the next day. It yeah. was Two or three days later, I could hardly walk. But you did it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It was, so how many steps from the bottom to the top? I think there's three hundred and sixteen. Uh, my friend Michael Kors and I went out there and actually measured every step. So 632 see. steps, essentially, all yeah. the way up and then all the yeah, way, back, way down. back down. 50, 50. times. Yeah. Can you imagine? I can't even do them once. I mean, 50. Yeah, it's just slow. And sl- we didn't run them. It was a, it was a, a walk. It was methodical. But took you nine hours. Took nine hours. Wow. And we've done it. We, we, did, we tried to do a marathon on them. Uh, last year, the year before last, a marathon. Yeah, twenty six miles. Yeah, we we fell a little short. We picked the hottest day of the year, and oh. once the sun came over and started beating on the, we had to stop at eighteen miles. So, but it we was, had to stop at eighteen, 18 miles. miles. <laughs> Missed it by that much. Oh my uh, gosh! The only thing, only time I've ever quit doing something, but I think it was smart, which isn't usually <laughs> it's well, something I do. But. Well, we're glad to have you here this Thanks. morning, man. This is a great conversation. <laughs> Thanks. Gary Brayman is joining us. Mitty Sales is in here as well, and and sorry, Mitty, I was just kind of kind of bogarting the show a little bit there, but. This is fascinating conversation. And I these know. Are, these are the kinds of things people need to know about at the lake. And these are the kinds of people we have at the lake, you know. I mean, he's, all, he's doing everything strictly for his community because he loves it and he wants to encourage people to get outside. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what drives me is to see people enjoying things that I've done or helped with. Right, 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 right. It's great. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. Gary, thanks for being here. You bet. You too, man. Well, I'm just, you know. I'm Del- it dealt in about a handful of other people said good morning. Oh, good morning, friends. Yes, yes, yes. Eight. She didn't say good morning to me, though. Uh, I don't know. There's probably, it's a girl thing. Probably a reason for that. Hey, and Gary was right. 316 wooden steps at Haha Tonka. Very nice. 831 is our time. Let's take our bottom of the hour break. Stacy Johnson from LakeExpo.com with a check of local information. Chris Schneider. Uncle Chris is here. And uh, he's not here, but uh, we've got his check of sports. And, of course, he is with Lake TV. And we're glad to have you with us enjoying The Daily Show on this Thursday morning. I'm Stacey Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, December 1st. 
More details about the drowning on Lake of the Ozarks last weekend. Lake Ozark Fire District has confirmed a kayak was involved in the incident. And first responders say they rescued two people out of the water when they first arrived. Both were treated for hypothermia. Two men drowned in the incident. Both were graduate students at St. Louis University. Organizers are calling the Lodo Relief Fundraiser a huge success. The event raised nearly $55,000 for the needy and Fort Myers Beach after Hurricane Ian devastated the area. More than 400 people came to the event at the Encore Saturday, November 26th. Donations are still being accepted. Organizers also say plans are in the works to send a group from the lake area for several days of work projects in Fort Myers Beach in January. And holiday festivities continue with the Camdenton tree lighting and Christmas on the Square this weekend. The tree lighting ceremony begins on Friday at 5 and Christmas on the Square runs from 10.30 until 1. There will be games, prizes, a petting zoo, and of course, Santa Claus. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com. Start 2023 outright. Learn evidence-based health and wellness, conflict resolution, tools, and accomplish peace. Learn growth mindsets. Learn to take action and be accountable. Learn to grow from life's challenges. You'll hear six speakers, three virtual and three in person. You'll receive a Scrum Master eBook and Compass Purpose 2.0 book a gift certificate for complimentary coaching, peace fire and two fire training, be beverages and finger foods, all for $49. On January 19th from 1 to 4.30 at Encompass Purpose in Max Creek. To reserve your spot, please call 573-286-5625 or email at encompasspurpose at gmail.com. with your key radio lake tv sports update for this thursday college hoops last night big win for the msu bears a win at illinois chicago 66 51 bears improving to four and three on the young season they will be at home to bradley on saturday mizzou is eight no after beating wichita state in overtime on tuesday tigers will be at home to semo on sunday nfl tonight the bills and the Patriots get week number 13 started. Chiefs are 9-2 on the road to play the 7-4 Bengals. That's a rematch of last year's AFC Championship game. Both teams are red hot. These Bengals, remember, went to the Super Bowl last night. They've won three in a row and five out of six. The Chiefs have won five in a row. Overall in the NFL, the Eagles 10-1 with the best record. Chiefs and Vikings 9-2. Then come the Cowboys, Buffalo, and Miami. They are all eight and three. Chiefs are five and one at home, four and one on the road so far this season. College football playoff rankings: Georgia number one, Michigan number two, TCU number three. They're all undefeated at. 
12-0. USC up at number four this week. So if the college football playoffs were to start today, those four teams would make the national semifinals. Ohio State is at five, Alabama at six. And Mizzou, of course, is bowl eligible. They'll find out this weekend what bowl game they're going to. They are six and six after upsetting Arkansas on Black Friday. St. Louis Blues busy tonight at home against the Hurricanes. Blues very mediocre so far this year at 11 and 11. Lake TV brings you five local lake area shows and they're all greatness and starting next week it's the high school basketball coaches show. You'll hear from most all of the local high school basketball coaches get their thoughts on the season ahead, a season preview of sorts. That's the high school basketball coaches show on Lake TV every day starting next Tuesday at 10:02, 2:02 and 6:02 p.m. Of course you can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90. Don't worry if you don't get Como. You can watch Lake TV absolutely free on Roku, on Amazon Fire, and streaming live all the time on your computer at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Who knows and understands the Lake of the Ozarks better than the people who live here? Key Radio is bringing the public square right to your radio, computer, or mobile device. We get a lot of outside advice on how to handle what's happening at the lake, and that's great. However, we'd rather hear from the people like you who live here, get involved, and really make a difference with Key Radio. You're listening to 89.3 The Key. This is Happy Headlines. I'm the host, David Beach, bringing you good news and heartwarming stories, mainly to make you feel a little better in today's environment. Here's today's story. It looked like it might go bad. The press is full of stories of police and assaults. 62-year-old Stanley Nelson seemingly lives on the streets and had been attempting to shave in the rain outside of Comerica Park last week after a woman on the street handed him a bag full of toiletries and supplies, including a disposable razor and shaving cream. He didn't have running water, so to help him shave, Stanley used water from a nearby downspout and rinsing his newly acquired razor in a sidewalk puddle. An officer spotted him and approached. Stanley immediately started repeating, I'll leave, I'll leave, but the Detroit Police Department has Officer Jeremy Thomas in its ranks. And they're pretty proud of him. Officer Thomas noticed Stanley had shaving cream on his hands, his coat, his face, his eyes, and Officer Thomas wasn't asking Stanley to leave. He said, no, do you need some help? Officer Thomas then helped the man shave his face. And that action got caught by Jill Mativa Schaefer and her husband as they were leaving a baseball game. She posted it on Facebook, and of course it was shared by hundreds of social media users and news outlets. And the news? They spoke to Stanley. And here's what he said. That was beautiful what he did, and God is going to bless him for doing that for me because he didn't have to do that. I really appreciate it because, you know, right now I'm going through a thing, and I feel bad about myself, you know, but I'm going to be all right. Well, with officers like Thomas, we're all going to be all right. Caring for each other, one act of kindness at a time. That's how we'll do it. That is what makes a happy headline. This is Happy Headlines. Hey, you can check out stories like this and others that didn't make it to the podcast by going and checking us out on Facebook. Search for Happy Headlines with David Beach. I'd love to see you there. You can leave a story that you'd like to see on the podcast or that you just want me to know about. 
thank you very much for listening. Stay happy, stay healthy, and find a way to make someone's day. This is your chance to get involved in community radio, Lake of the Ozarks, with 89.3, The Key. It is 839. Thank you so much for joining us today. Another great day at the beautiful Lake of the Ozarks. And I bet uh, Joe Grafman is out there fishing somewhere. He's guiding somebody who's uh, who's out there fishing today and wants to catch some nice crappie. I'll tell you what, uh, today the high is supposed to be about 50 degrees and they were out there on Sunday, and they were fishing, and it was 48, and it was blustery, and they were catching some nice crappie. If you go to his uh, Facebook page, Joe Grafman Fishing, G-R-A-F-E-M-A-N is how he spells his last name. You can see some of the pictures from some of the folks he's taken out on the lake. Uh, we're at 30 degrees in Osage Beach, 30 degrees in Camdenton, 51 and sunny today. Clouds and 41 tonight. Cloudy and 62 tomorrow, so we're going to get some relief. And I guess tomorrow, I can't put it off any longer. No more excuses. <sighs> I've got to get those leaves taken care of. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Sorry. You know, we've got, you know, I was talking earlier. Well, I wasn't talking to you about it, but I said, you know, as I get older, I get into the cantankerous stage. Hey, you kids, get out of my yard. I'm I'm thinking maybe I need to hire those kids to get them to do the leaves for me. Well, do you want to know what? There's a little sign up at my little Dollar General. You know that Dollar General in front of my house? Mm-hmm. There's kids that are trying to um, get some money together for Christmas because uh, they have a parent that became ill. Oh. And they are, they are raking. Mm-hmm. So they're coming to my house, actually, to help out so you know that's awesome i know well, nice nice i love that i love to work that's the way you and they're that. willing to work from yeah. i mean i love that so 51 yeah. the high 41 the low today so we've got uh, some great weather 41 on saturday with some clouds have to figure out something to do indoors i think we're going to start setting up christmas decorations it's it's time to rolled up with a whole carload of, oh. of christmas decorations indoor outdoor so so you've got a job to do. I'm call my uh, health insurance provider and make sure that <laughs> I've got I've got broken bone insurance for when I fall off the ladder. Fifty one and cloudy on Sunday. Uh, Gary Brayman is our guest, and we've been talking with Gary in the first portion of the program this morning. The first portion of this hour, Danny Ellison joins us next hour at nine ten from somewhere in the United States to rant and rave. But uh, Gary has uh, been very instrumental in the Dragon Ridge disc golf course that you can find and play for free at the Camdenton City Park, and they've got all kinds of other great uh, activities out there. You know Larry Bennett, don't you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Larry. Bring him up. Yeah, and uh, and Larry, I, I remember we were uh, out there doing some stuff, and we were talking to Larry about this course, and they, I mean, they just love it. The the folks in the in the city just love the daylights out of it, and so uh, you are in the process now of designing and working on a course at the Tri County YMCA, which is just across the street from us here. That's right. Let's talk a little bit about that. Okay, so it's going to be a nine-hole course. Um, I was, t- uh, was talking to Aaron Coppin, who is on the board of the YMCA, and, mm-hmm. and he knew I built the one in Camdenton, so he brought that idea to me. And then we worked with Ben Jacoby uh, with the YMCA, and they bought the baskets. We're providing the labor. Um, we're about two-thirds of the way through building it. Um, we need as many volunteers as possible, so if you want to help, uh, build that, just get in contact with the YMCA and Ben will get in contact with me and we can, uh, we can use all the help we can get. So. Yeah. Outstanding. And, and, and again, just more things for people to do at the lake. Come on, come on. And, and, and you can always use volunteers, can't you? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I don't know what kinds of volunteers that you would, uh, 
necessarily benefit from as far as helping you out, but I would think that uh, people who like to maybe do some, you know, little yeah, dragging brush, labor. cutting down some trees. Yeah. Uh, we'll be in, uh, pouring uh, concrete tea pads. Uh, we'll be installing the baskets, which is uh, digging holes and uh, putting concrete in. Oh, there. that's a lot yeah. of fun. That's digging a lot of fun. Digging holes at the lake is always. A it's great so fact. easy. Yeah, it's totally an easy you, process. You never, and you never hit any rock or anything. Never. Like that. never. No. no, it's just. Yeah. I remember putting in a, a dog pen, and I thought, ah, this is going to be a no-brainer. I'll have this done in a couple hours. There is a uh, a little switch on the right-hand side of the chair. If you stand up, then it'll come back up. Yeah. There you go. There you go. There Figure you. it right out. Yeah. It happens to me all the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I gave him... Oh, my chair. Yeah. Yeah, he, that's the chair. Because I figured, you know, he probably figured it out right away. And, get and I, the struggle is real. Like, I'll just start... The struggle is real. I'll be down on the... It's, it's a mess, so, it yes. It's kind of a fun ride. So. <laughs> Jerry says, raking leaves in the yard is a great way to lose weight after too much Thanksgiving food. I use my zero-turn more to take care of mine in my yard. So, no raking for Jerry. He just uses his zero-turn more. Hey, thanks for that... Uh, that inspiring uh, little bit of information there, Jerry, and, and glad you're listening this morning. So let's talk about this course again, Nine Holes. It's going to be free to the public? It is. Yeah? Yeah. So just show up. Uh, I would imagine there's certain hours of operation. Yeah, just during, uh, I, I don't know for sure, but I think it's just going to be during daylight hours. Right, right. So. Well, that would seem logical. Yeah. About the best time you can play. Now, they do have some night tournaments. They do. And they have those uh, those discs that glow in the dark. But. That's right. That is. That's, I I actually do know that surprisingly, but yes. But I'm assuming there's no lights at the. There are no. Yeah. See, now when we were kids, Whammo, the, the Whammo company came out with all kinds of cool toys for kids, that today most kids probably wouldn't even entertain the idea of buying. Uh, you know, some of those toys because they involve work. They involve you getting off your behind and getting out from in front of a screen well, and, and doing some things. Uh, but I think that is, is kind of the motivation for this. Uh, are, are, are a lot of kids getting involved in this? Do you see a new crop, a new generation of, uh, of, of Frisbee golfers out there? Yeah, there's people of all ages out there. We, yeah. we have kids as young as four or five out there playing with their parents right. um, all the way up to uh, – Ben Viles, he, he's an old-timer around Camdenton, interesting guy. He's got a lot of great stories. He plays Dragon Ridge almost every day, and he's, uh, I don't know exactly how old, but he's around 80 years old. So What? Yeah, he plays every day. He now, is if an, if an 80-year-old guy. man can go out and do this, Mindy, yeah. you and I should be out there oh, at, least, totally. at least three times a week. Totally. No yeah. excuses and from either of us. off we go after we get done with disc golf to Ha Ha Ta, to walk 316 steps. steps. 50 times. Well, we'll start with maybe once or twice. I'll call you next time we do it. <laughs> Don't call me on your 60th. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's our goal, KB. Yeah. Maybe it is to be to do the 60 do a 60th birthday and we do the 60. I'm a lot closer than you are. Well, I'm talking about Gary's oh, birthday, but Okay, we'll come out and root you on. I'll be at the top. Mindy will be at the bottom. We'll just be there. Yeah. Go, go, Gary, go. Maybe go, we could do a relay go. or something. Break a, it up a little bit. Oh, I like that idea. So, as, as long as, as my leg of the relay always goes down the steps. <laughs> so I get about halfway Team down. Player. Team player. And there's a golf cart that takes me back up to the top. <laughs> there you go. Or, or, or an ATV or something. Oh, Lord. So that's awesome. So uh, when are we looking at opening the uh, the course up here at the Tri-County YMCA? Hopefully by summertime. Yeah. Uh, this is a great time of year to work on courses. And yeah. Yeah, just as soon as the holidays are over, uh, we're hoping to hit it hard. 
Make that your New Year's resolution to get out and help the folks build the course at the Tri-County YMCA. I think that would be great. Everybody show up, shovels and and rakes and weed whackers and and all that good stuff in hand and uh, go out there and help them, you know. Right. Put something in that's, that's free. Folks, it's free. Right. Free. I like that idea. Anything free is always a big plus. Yes. Especially most, in this day and age. Yep. So uh, what else you got going on? Anything? Okay. So one thing I want to talk <clears throat> talk about is um, my friend Scott Page and Alicia Machino uh, do fundruns.com. Uh-huh. It's a <clears throat> it's a organization that puts on races around the lake right. that benefits local charities. And I volunteer for them. You've probably heard of Bridge and Dam, mm-hmm. uh, the half marathon that mm-hmm. they put on here. They're also putting on this weekend at Lake Valley country club is four for 30 mm-hmm. it's it's a last man standing format race and it's for kids harbor child advocacy that's the the charity for that last man standing eh? last man standing so there's going to be i don't know 70 people start uh-huh. they run they run the cart pass out there a 4.1667 loop they have to finish in an hour at the beginning of the next hour they start that same loop again uh-huh. if you don't finish that loop you're out of the race. Okay. And they keep doing it until only one person finishes the loop. Wow. That's I going, know. That's going on this weekend. It's for Kids Harbor. Yeah. Come out on you Saturday. Can, you and, can watch. And watch. I mean, it, I'm telling you what, grit. These people have grit. What time does it start? Uh, I think the first lap starts at 7, but it always loops back right to the clubhouse. So if you're out there at the top of the hour, you're going to see... These people will do this. Okay, so partly cloudy and 41. Perfect running weather. With a high on Saturday. Yep, but that's running. in the afternoon. And the low on Friday night is going to be down, well, Saturday morning will be around 27. So yep. what did I tell you earlier this morning? You kind of you get up, you're a little lethargic, you step outside, you're like, oh, I want to do stuff. Yeah, it's a little it's a little slap in the face. But but it's a good way to get you going out. So you'll be there is what you're saying. At the... At- You'll be one of the last men standing. Oh, my God. Uh, no. I, I don't remember. Last year was over 100 miles. I don't remember exactly how many miles wow. it was. But, that uh, is amazing. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, so that's this. Well, this. take 70 times 4 point whatever. Let's just say 4. That's 128, right? Yeah. Oh, my or, no, God. It's, no, it's more than that. So it, it works yeah. out so every 24 hours is 100 miles. That. Every four hours is a hundred. Twenty-four hours, 24 hours yeah. is a hundred miles. Yeah, if you do, yeah. So, so you goes, just keep going all day until there's nobody left person. to do. Yeah, everybody loses yeah. except one. How was you ever Ryan Hewlett out at any of these things? I don't think so. No, I, I, I think he he should come out. Though. Yeah, I think he should probably come out. That's for a great cause. I was out walking the dog the other day, and he ran by me. I'm like, "Hey, good for you." He, <laughs> he, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna hey, I'm gonna walk my dog. You're still wa- you're out there. Mm. You're out there. So. Uh, so what, how late did the last, like, how late does it go? So last year, I, if I remember right, it, it ended Sunday morning, mid-morning, like 9 or 10 o'clock. No morning, so, way. Yeah. So, so wow. there were people doing, yeah, yeah, that's incredible. It's overnight. It's all. It keeps oh, going. yeah. It, yeah. Wow. I mean, wow. it's something to see. It is. If you can come out there and uh, <laughs> Fund Runs is always looking for volunteers uh, for the Bridge and Dam and for this race also. So if you're not active but want to help, um, uh, fundruns.com, you can contact them through there. They do a lot of good work for like Wonderland Camp, Kids Harbor. Um, they do the tr- turkey trot at the, at the high school every year. So. Man. Yeah, they're good people. It's like all endurance people, you know. Do any of these people do like triathlons or 
Some, yeah. yeah. We we have a. Uh, How about you? You ever tried to triathlon? I swim like a rock. Do you really? So yeah, yeah. no. Alicia Machino is amazing. She does yeah. a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that is <clears throat> that she does goes and yeah, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, so we were talking about. I I love how you're all about getting out there and and doing things to help people get out and and uh, do things outdoors and do things physical. So um, tell me about uh, you know we need sidewalks. What are your what's your thoughts? You know, we've got the the proposed highway coming through and so i'm not sure how that's going to work with the sidewalks but you know we we love sidewalks for runners yeah so i i don't know i don't i don't want to get too much into the political side of that but the magic dragon trails that i'm working for they're trying to put hard surface trails here at the lake Mm -hmm. and i think that's for running that's better um sidewalks are great Mm -hmm. i mean i was really happy when we put some sidewalks in camden when i run pavement it's nice to be up off the road um, I'd love to to see them put sidewalks down, you know, West 54 when they make those changes. Um, I don't know why they wouldn't, but uh, I don't uh, think they have a lot of room, Gary. Yeah, I think you're right. See, because I lived over there off of uh, uh, off of the uh, the road that leads back to the cemetery. Oh yeah. And uh, I would walk the dog quite a bit out there. Yeah. There were no sidewalks then, and it's yeah. like you're walking the shoulder of the road. And now mm-hmm. they want to expand that. Blair Avenue, and uh, I would say, man, that's that, that's just going to be tough for them to do, and so yeah. With that being said, I think you know the the hard service trails in other areas, um, as far as for recreation, would be yeah. You know, that's where well, we really the, need to. The go. new project that they're working on with this bike trail mm-hmm. that's supposed to have a variety of different surfaces. That is correct. It's not going to be just for bikers. It's going to be for hikers and mm-hmm. runners and anybody yeah. who wants to maybe just get out and walk. Yeah. And I think that's a great idea, too. Dennis Jones says uh, 2019 winter was 27 hours. 2020 was 38 hours. Oh, my goodness. For this uh, last man standing. Wow. And and so you run the cart path at Lake Valley Country Club. Yeah, I'm not participating this year. No, why not? I just, I'm I'm going to volunteer. (laughs) Well, hey, at least you still have a hand in it. Yeah. And volunteers are are sometimes just as, as, as important, if not more so, than participants. Yeah. So I'm just trying to build you up there. Right, bit. thanks. Give thanks, you that yeah. vote of confidence. <laughs> 8.53, Gary Brayman is our guest along with Mindy Sales, Danny Ellison at 9.10 this morning, and you are listening to The Daily Show. And, and again, if there are people out there, Gary, that would like to get involved with what it is that you're doing, how do you recommend that they uh, contact you? So there's a couple ways. The YMCA here at, uh, at the Lake, Osage Beach, mm-hmm. um, if you want to help with the disc golf course, call them. Um, they'll get in contact with me. Uh, Fundruns is fundruns.com if you want to volunteer for Bridge and Dam or any of their other races. We need to get those people on. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I want to uh, hear some of the stories about some of these runs that they do because it just sounds like, yeah, we're going out, we're raising money for a good cause, and uh, some of that money is going to have to come back to me so that I can go get uh, treated in the hospital. <laughs> afterwards for exhaustion it's interesting the first time you hear it that's for sure yeah. <laughs> and then uh magic dragon trails um there's a facebook page if you want to look that up on facebook and see what they're doing that's very exciting stuff uh yeah. the team that's working behind that i'm kind of on the outside but uh, stacy pertle and jan pertle uh they're 
they are awesome people, and they're doing a lot of really good things yeah. with a lot of people. We had here Stacey in here to, to talk about that. Yeah. And it's just phenomenal what they are trying to achieve. And sometimes people kind of poo-poo on the, the thought of bike trails and, and things along oh, those lines. But I'm, I'm thinking, you know, at least it keeps them off the roads. Because sometimes on a busy uh, weekend at the oh. Lake of the Ozarks, about the last place you want to be is running down Highway 54 or biking down Highway right. 54 or some of the other spots where there's a lot of congestion. And a lot of that congestion is based on the visitors that we have coming to the area. Yeah, and listen, it's not only for visitors. If we don't have amenities like this, it's hard to keep our young people here. They'll move somewhere else where there are things like this. To right. do. So that's another side of that. If you build stuff like that and have that good infrastructure for people to be active with their mm-hmm. young families, they're going to stick around a little longer. I want to go back and revisit what you were talking about as far as uh, sidewalks on the uh, uh, portion of West 54 there. You know, um, something I guess that MoDOT did not consider, or maybe they did, and it was just something that they didn't need to concern themselves with was the Americans with Disabilities Act. And now I know in Osage Beach they put the sidewalks in here, and mm-hmm. that was something that they had to consider as far as if people are going to be traveling up and down the sidewalks, how are they going to be able to cross the street if they're in a wheelchair? Rather than trying to find a, a curb someplace or a turn and then go around and then, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were talking about this project yesterday, and we were talking about it with uh, uh, the next presiding commissioner of Camden County, Ike Skelton, and Rick Bryant, who is going to be buying some property out there. So one of the things they talked about is maybe, you know, as far as parking and things like that that may be compromised, they could maybe build them some parking lots behind the business as opposed to, you know, the, the, the frontage that they might lose. But I think this whole project needs to be readdressed. It certainly sounds like it to me because in the last four days that I have been doing this show, I, I, I kid you not, every day someone has brought to my attention what is going on with this, this, this you know, mm-hmm. extension, expansion, if you will. And it's not a bypass, and it's not a you know it's not an expressway. It is it's an extension, and so the concern here is, do we really need to look at this project again and see if there aren't some other things that need to be addressed? And 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 from the, the vibe that I'm picking up, not from just you, but other people uh, that live in the area and concerned citizens around the area, not just the people that that live in the immediate area is it needs to be readdressed. Yeah, so I'm not an expert in those things, sure. but if there were an idea I might have is instead of putting parking lots behind the businesses and mm-hmm. stuff, why don't we build a hard surface trail behind some of those businesses to give an avenue? You wouldn't have to have a sidewalk right against the highway. Mm-hmm. Something to look at. I mean, I, I'm not a, an expert, but that seems like it might be a solution. Right? You know, I think at any point, any idea is worth exploring. Yeah. Anything, Amen. Anything anybody wants to put on the table. Now everybody's going to say, well, you can't do it because of this. You can't do it because of that. Well, then, of course, then come up with a better idea. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. You know, uh, I'm from in my hometown in Iowa. We had an, an abandoned railroad um, track and a group came together and ended up taking it and making it into this amazing bike walking path. It is used from people all over the place. In fact, Gary even knew of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so and it is I mean, it is so common. It's families. Uh, it's just it's so it's used all season long, all year long. So um, it, I think it would be nothing but an asset to our community to have something like that where we could travel or ride our bikes or walk or whatever, be safe, because riding on the highway is not necessarily safe, I'd say. Uh, and if we could do those, you know, get that set up like that, it would be a, it, you're, yep. it would be an awesome thing for the community and for people coming into the community. 
Both. Well, either way, up or down, in or out, however you want to look at it, it's uh, certainly something that would bring us uh, some more attention. And and maybe there is someone out there who is not an imitator but an innovator and could look at that particular project and say, you know, based on the lay of the land or uh, I guess obviously you have to look out for things like, uh, you know, underground wires and mm-hmm. pipes and all that other stuff. There's got to be a solution. There has yeah. got to be a solution. You're right. And, and while people constantly complain about it, well, let's just say for a minute, okay, fine. Let's readdress it. Let's look at it as a community. Let's bring in uh, maybe some engineers or, you know, some contractors or people that could give a little bit of advice on how to maybe work around some of these issues and get community leaders on board. And as I said, whoever our state rep is for that particular area, uh, maybe they could uh, bring Mo. Dot back to the table to sit down and readdress it. Now they've been doing the surveying and trying to, mm-hmm. you know, lay the whole thing out. But uh, certainly there is a lot of potential there. There really is. There is potential. When Larry Larry Bennett was the uh, park uh, um, administrator there for the city of Camden, our dream was to link Haha Tonka to our city park somehow. And we we looked at a lot of Google uh, Maps about putting that trail back in there. Mm-hmm. It's possible. I mean, we'd have to get. They'd have to get right-of-ways from property owners and stuff like that, but it's possible to put a hard surface trail. Um, it, it's something that should be at least looked at as an option. I think in most cases, though, the one thing that concerns MoDOT is volume. If there's not a lot of volume, what's the point of doing it? Well, um, again, if we sit down and look at it and say, listen, there are a lot of things that we need to concern ourselves with uh, and not just uh, the ability to have the trails and, and maybe some sidewalks and, and some uh, opportunities for people to get around. But then you have to look at it from safety as well. Yep. It is straight up 9 o'clock. Gary Brayman, thank you so much for being our you guest. Keep pleasure. us updated on the uh, the progress of the disc golf course here at uh, the Tri-County YMCA. Let us know what's going on out of the Dragon Ridge in the Camdenton City Park and anything else you're involved with. You always have a seat at the table, and, and we'll bring you back too. Yes, thank you. Thank you for all you're doing for the community because I really appreciate that. Thank you very much, and we appreciate you listening. Danny Ellison is going to be joining us here shortly. He is somewhere in these United States, and we'll find out where at about 9.10. So make sure you check in with uh, our good buddy, the educated redneck, for some ranting and raving. 901 on the Midwest Coast. Let's get to information. Stacy Johnson with LakeExpo.com, Chris Schneider with Lake TV, and, of course, you. You are listening to The Daily Show on Key Radio. Business, government, religion, family issues, and more. Find it all right here on 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, December 1st. More details about the drowning on Lake of the Ozarks last weekend. Lake Ozark Fire District has confirmed a kayak was involved in the incident. And first responders say they rescued two people out of the water when they first arrived. Both were treated for hypothermia. Two men drowned in the incident. Both were graduate students at St. Louis University. Organizers are calling the Lodo Relief Fundraiser a huge success. The event raised nearly $55,000 for the needy and Fort Myers Beach after Hurricane Ian devastated the area. More than 400 people came to the event at the Encore Saturday, November 26th. Donations are still being accepted. Organizers also say plans are in the works to send a group from the lake area for several days of work projects in Fort Myers Beach in January. 
And holiday festivities continue with the Camdenton tree lighting at Christmas on the Square this weekend. The tree lighting ceremony begins on Friday at 5 and Christmas on the Square runs from 10.30 until 1. There will be games, prizes, a petting zoo, and of course, Santa Claus. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com. She's a former Camdenton resident, Hollywood actress, and pop culture expert. Tina Griffin helps parents safely navigate the current pop culture chaos. Know how to create a healthy media diet for your family and live as a counterculture warrior. Listen to the Counterculture Mom Show Fridays and Sundays at 5 a.m., 1 p.m., and 9 p.m. on Key Radio, 89.3 FM. Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. College hoops last night. Big win for the MSU Bears. A win at Illinois Chicago 66-51. Bears improving to 4-3 and three on the young season. They will be at home to Bradley on Saturday. Mizzou is 8-0 after beating Wichita State in overtime on Tuesday. Tigers will be at home to SEMO on Sunday. NFL tonight. The Bills and the Patriots get week number 13 started. Chiefs are 9-2 on the road to play the 7-4 Bengals. That's a rematch of last year's AFC Championship game. Both teams are red hot. These Bengals, remember, went to the Super Bowl last night. They've won three in a row and five out of six. The Chiefs have won five in a row. Overall in the NFL, the Eagles 10-1 with the best record. Chiefs and Vikings 9-2. Then come the Cowboys, Buffalo, and Miami. They are all 8-3. Chiefs are 5-1 at home, 4-1 on the road. So so far this season, college football playoff rankings, Georgia number one, Michigan number two, TCU number three. They're all undefeated at 12-0. USC up at number four this week. So if the college football playoffs were to start today, those four teams would make the national semifinals. Ohio State is at five, Alabama at six. And Mizzou, of course, is bowl eligible. They'll find out this weekend what bowl game they're going to. They are 6-6 six and six after upsetting Arkansas on Black Friday. St. Louis Blues busy tonight at home against the Hurricanes. Blues very mediocre so far this year at 11-11. 11 and 11. Lake TV brings you five local lake area shows, and they're all greatness. And starting next week, it's the high school basketball coaches show. You'll hear from most all of the local high school basketball coaches. Get their thoughts on the season ahead, a season preview of sorts. That's the high school basketball coaches show on Lake TV every day, starting next Tuesday at 10.02, 2.02, and 6.02 p.m. Of course, you can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90. Don't worry if you don't get Como. You can watch Lake TV absolutely free on Roku, on Amazon Fire, and streaming live all the time on your computer at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Programming on Key Radio made possible in part by Skelton Key & Lock. 
When you're locked out of your home, car, or business, every second counts. You need to be sure that the company you choose will answer the call and get to you as quickly as possible. Skelton Key & Lock offers reliable service, reasonable rates, and they're recommended by everyone. They can cut and program new keys and bobs. They can install new locks on your home, business, or rental property. If you can stick a key in it, chances are it can be serviced by Skelton Key & Lock, serving the entire lake area. This is Bill Munhausen for Creation Expo. What does the Bible say? Many people have never read it, so it's worth a try to summarize the message. The Bible is God describing himself to his creation and giving us an account of history. He made all things, including the first people who rebelled against him and threw the world into chaos. Sinful living reigned the earth, but God adopted Israel to preserve a history of the conflict between light and darkness. The Bible testifies to our inability to live rightly without God's power in us. When the time was right, God came in the form of Jesus to proclaim the good news and deliver us from sin. For 2,000 years he has infused the world with goodness, while evil has simultaneously abounded. Jesus will come again for the final resolution. The question before us is what believers ought to believe. Will you live in preparation for Christ's return, or simply live in the moment separated from the Lord? You get to decide. To learn more, visit creationxpo.com. This is your chance to get involved in Community Radio Lake of the Ozarks with 89.3, The Key. Hey, it's 910 on the nose here in the beautiful, beautiful Lake of the Ozarks. In, at, around, on, however you like to look at it. And we are glad to have you with us here this morning on The Daily Show. Danny Ellison is on the line, and we will get uh, with our good buddy, the educated redneck here momentarily. And get him into the fray and talk a little bit about what's on his mind. And it's been a couple of weeks, so I'm guessing he is probably, uh, he's been simmering, as they say, and he's probably got a lot to talk about, so we won't uh, waste a whole lot of time other than to give you that weather forecast, which is, of course, very pertinent.
segment as you head out to begin your day. A lot of different things going on here and there. And certainly uh, we uh, keep a close eye on the temperature. Right now we are at about 32 degrees in Osage Beach. Camdenton checking in. They were neck and neck with us, and now they're ahead by a degree at 33. Right now uh, looking for a high today of 51, a mostly sunny sky, cloudy and 41 tonight. Back up to 62 with clouds and 27 for the low tomorrow. Partly cloudy and 41 for that big fund run out of Lake Valley Country Club, the last man standing run where they run the cart path until there's only one person left to do it. And so we heard some times that 27 hours back in 2019, 38 hours in 2020. Uh, Partly cloudy and 41 on Saturday, mostly cloudy and 51 on Sunday, maybe some showers, uh, about a 50-50 shot at this point, mainly in the afternoon, evening on Monday and a high of 55 degrees. It is still, as I said, a beautiful day, a little brisk, but uh, you step outside and it changes your whole outlook on life. You really want to get out and, and do some things. Go crazy, folks. Go crazy as the late Jack Buck would say. Uh, Identical conditions as far as lake level and river level from last hour and the surface water temp, identical as well. 657.16 is the current lake level at Bagnell Dam. 551.52 is the river level and the surface water temp at 52 degrees. He is standing by. Where is he? Well, we're about to find out when we bring in our good buddy, the educated redneck Danny Ellison. Good morning to you, sir. And uh, where are you this morning? Greetings from Three Forks, Montana. Three Forks, Montana, because that's all they have in the silverware drawer is Three Forks? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. I'm, it's a balmy 34 degrees here, so it's very comfortable and warm. So I'm happy about that. <laughs> well, you uh, you still have uh, you still have uh, have us beat here this morning. You've got 34, we're at 32, and then Camdenton's at 33. So uh, it looks like, uh, according to my little map here, that uh, Three Forks is uh, it's got a Montana is a beautiful state. I've always wanted to live. I say I've always wanted to live in a state like Montana, Wyoming, or Idaho, but then I've never had to endure weather, uh, especially winter weather up there. So that might change my whole outlook on things. But I'm still thinking that this is uh, a pretty beautiful, beautiful, beautiful part of the United States. Oh, it is. It's gorgeous out here. Uh, It is very wild out here, though. Uh, I tell people out here a half a tank of gas is empty. (laughs) because you you don't want to get below half a tank of gas because you can be driving for quite a long time before you can't find gas out here. It's uh, very dispersed. Uh, It's not people on top of people. And uh, like you said, it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Matter of fact, I'm I'm racing a snowstorm. uh, We're supposed to get winter weather today between... They said something between 7 to 10 inches of snow. And so I've been out racing the storm. I was driving into, I, I think I stopped at like 4 o'clock in the morning last night. Right. It's been a very long day. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you just have to do that. And uh, I guess uh, you're out doing your thing, uh, doing your thing and, and, and performing. And, and how, are these, uh, how are these performances going? How are the dates going? It sounds like you're really going through uh, a lot of different things. 
Oh, we're loving it. The, the people love it that you come into their small towns. Nobody, nobody travels to small towns, and that's what we do because that's our favorite group of people. They're very, they're very appreciative. It's a very good show. We've had some just incredible shows out here, and and very much loving it. It's been it's been a fun time. Uh, it's been it's coming to an end. There's like two more weeks left, and then. I'll be heading back to the homestead in Virginia Beach. Yeah, we're looking forward to you uh, coming through town. And like I said, you've got a place all all set and ready for you when you uh, when you roll through. And uh, you and I will uh, talk about that a little bit more uh, off the air when you get an opportunity. So, Danny Ellison, it is 9.15. Why don't you tell us what is on your mind? What are you going to rant and rave about this morning? Well, it's, it's the craziness that's going on right now regarding the Rona and the vaccine. Uh, I don't know if you noticed two more people yesterday, famous people died uh, in their thirties. Uh, and one was in his forties and just died in his sleep. This, this is getting to be an everyday occurrence. And I, uh, I even got fact checked on this one by Facebook. I put up a little meme that said that uh, if uh, one of your friends ate at a restaurant, and gave it a bad review, you would not go to that restaurant. And yet, uh, thousands of people are telling you that the vaccine is unsafe, yet you still go get it. And they fact-checked me on that one, said that there's absolutely no proof that the vaccine is causing all these sudden deaths. And uh, because correlation doesn't equal causation, uh, you know, that's their favorite phrase. So. Uh, using their famous phrase, then there's no reason for a January 6th trial because just because Donald Trump said some things and some things happened does not mean there was correlation equals causation. So I'd like to use their argument against them. Hmm. But it's pretty obvious what's changed this year. Uh, the vaccination was rolled out, and there was a gigantic change in uh, uh, deaths afterwards. Matter of fact, the insurance companies are paying outrageous prices. Uh, we are in quite the crisis right now in this country. Uh, there's, we have leaders that have lost their minds, and they shouldn't even be leaders. They were supposed to be representatives. Mm -hmm. They were supposed to represent us people. But uh, they've gone to representing Big Pharma. Uh, uh, there are so much evidence that there's something wrong with this yet nobody will say anything. Just like there was so much evidence, there was a Hunter Biden's laptop, and nobody was going to do anything. Uh, the corruption of our government is enormous right now. Uh, it's, it's so blatantly obvious. It's, it's amazing to me that anybody else doesn't just say, what has happened to this country? Because it's not functioning the way it used to function. Uh, nothing is functioning the way it used to function. Uh, we are we have rampant crime across the country uh, just had a shooting in a walmart in virginia beach or chesapeake where i i always tell people i live in virginia beach because they don't know where chesapeake is but the walmart was a walmart we frequented uh it was merely a couple of miles from where we are staying uh, it's coming everywhere uh people are just coming unglued the pressure that has been put on people is just constantly ratcheting up here lately. Um, when you ratchet that kind of tension on people, uh, you're going to find the crazy ones. 
Mm-hmm. I know I'm not allowed mm-hmm. to say that because people aren't crazy. No, they're, they're crazy people, folks. There are people who have, have very little uh, idea of right and wrong, and when you put them under pressure, they will do things like that shooter did. They will be like, I'm just fed up with this, and I'm going to shoot people. And again, we are reliving the 70s right now. It's, it's spooky how much we are reliving the 70s right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an idiot Democrat in the White House, much like Mr. Carter was an idiot Democrat in the White House. We have no standing on the world stage. We are not respected in any way, shape, and or form, uh, nor is Biden respected. Uh, we have inflation that is rampant uh, now. A, a trip to Walmart to get four or five bags is now a $140 excursion. Easy. Uh, we have gas prices. Easy. It's, it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. And then we have these gas prices that are, they say, are coming down, but we're still, you know, looking at three, four, five dollars a gallon. Um, there's really not a lot to cheer about coming into Christmas. And yet the economy somehow is stumbling along. I have yet to figure that one out. I can't figure out how people can lose the money there. Because your gas bill is your is most people's probably second or third biggest bill. It's my first biggest bill. Mm-hmm. And, and these truckers that are getting crushed by these diesel prices. And, and if you read anything about the trucking system, they're facing collapsing freight rates. And then you have uh, Biden, who's supposedly the man of the union, busting the union on the railroad by telling them they have to work. And I thought you were in their corner, Joe, but apparently not. You're in the corner of the railroad companies, which are making billions of dollars in profits and forcing these people to work ridiculous hours. So if you just you just scan that whole thing I just said right there, Nothing makes you smile. Nothing makes you go, oh, this is great. We're doing super. Everything is this, uh, again, like when he was vice president, he spent eight years every summer going, this is the summer of recovery. This is the summer of recovery. And we never had the summer of recovery. We are back to that same game right now. And until we get some form of leadership, I don't think it's going to change. Mm-hmm. I think we're in a very big malaise that is very remnant of, reminiscent of the late 70s. That's where they had the, do you remember the misery index? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's how bad it was in the 70s. They had to come up with a number to measure how miserable people were. And if you bring that misery index in today and take you know, the inflation rate times this and that. It's pretty much the 70s. <laughs> yeah. I, I, want you to, I want you to look at something when you get an opportunity, and you may already know about it because you're pretty big as far as an advocate uh, against things like uh, masks and vaccines and things. It's called a, it's a, it's a documentary, actually, called Died Suddenly. I don't know if you're aware of it or not. Um, it oh, yeah, is, I've shared that already. Yeah. I've shared that with people already. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to get a hold of the uh, the guys that put it together, that uh, Matthew Scow 
and Nicholas uh, Stumphauser and see if we can't get them on the program, one or both of them on the program, to discuss the documentary because it's already being debunked. You know, there's plenty of people out there that as soon as they saw this thing, they shot it down. And, you know, what they're finding inside the bodies of people that have been vaccinated, and it is just unbelievable. And, you know, again, you mentioned uh, when these coroners are doing autopsies on these people and what they're finding inside uh, the people's bodies, it's sick. Uh, it might be morticians that are doing, you know, they're, that are preparing these people, uh, you know, for their, their funerals and, and to be buried. But it's amazing what, you know, and, and, and the thing about it was when this all first started, anybody who went up against the government and or the pharmaceutical companies was automatically labeled a conspiracy theorist, which, you know, uh, you didn't want to use the term crazy, but that's basically how a lot of people view conspiracy theorists, as crazy people. That person's crazy. Well, um, interestingly enough, now we're starting to see some of the fallout from possibly people that were vaccinated for COVID. And, you know, it was, and, and, and then we had the whole Anthony Fauci retirement and they did kind of a retrospective on his life. And they said, well, you know, first masks weren't necessary. Then it was one mask, then it was two masks. Then, you know, we started talking about the vaccine and, and Fauci came out and said that there will never be a point where they mandate the vaccine. And what happened to a lot of these businesses around here? They were telling people, you either need to get vaccinated or guess what? You're not going to be working here. And so uh, then the government absolved themselves and the pharmaceutical companies, and they did that even here in the state of Missouri, where they're protecting themselves against any type of lawsuit. So if you try to sue the government, if you try to sue the pharmaceutical companies, it's not going to hold water. And I'm wondering if there are any attorneys out there that are going through this with a fine-tooth comb trying to find a loophole somewhere because, you know, isn't that how you play the game? Uh, and, and our government is so very good at it of, of, of doing things and then protecting themselves against the citizenry if something should go awry. And that lets me know, that lets me know anywhere, straight up, front and center, that they had no idea what problems this vaccine could have caused because they didn't do a thorough job of testing it. This one, and then, you know, it's let's get a vaccine, let's get another vaccine, let's uh, get a booster and another booster. And then amazingly, here is I'm sitting here talking to you, this story pops up on my radar. And it's a, a story from resistthemainstream.com. <coughs> Pardon me, extinction activist wants humans to... It says voluntarily die out. Feed them, don't breed them. And again, we always look at what's on the surface. How many of us, Danny, take the time to burrow down below the surface and find out what the real reason is behind certain things that are going on? Well, it's it's one of these things where uh, they shamed people. They shamed people in such a way and it's really funny because now they're using the excuse, well, it was new and we didn't know. Well, if you didn't know, why did you force? Mm-hmm. If you were making guesses, why did you force me to follow your guess? Why did you force other people to follow your guess? Why did you tell people they could not attend funerals? They could not travel. They could not work. When this is something you were just merely guessing on, 
And then to come forward and admit that, and they did. The CDC said, sorry, we were just guessing, and we guessed wrong, and now we're supposed to just move on and forget that we were forced to wear masks and forget that we were forced to take a poison that hasn't been thoroughly tested. And it is a poison, folks. And I have seen the documentary you're talking about. And it's funny that they it, we're supposed to believe one set of scientists over another. People who, see, if you're on the side that this is safe. Are you still there, buddy? Uh-oh. Guess what? I wonder if our phone call was terminated. Danny is not there, so let me, uh, oh, there he he goes. So let's see if he calls us back here. Hang on just a second. I have to do one thing to make sure that uh, I'm going to drop the call and see if he turns around and calls me back. And we can get him on here for a few more minutes before we have to get to our bottom of the hour break. (laughs) I know sometimes he listens to us online. That he, he knows exactly when to call in. So let's see if he reestablishes contact with us here. And if that's the case, we'll get him right back on here. But uh, hmm, surprisingly, I wonder if I'm still on. <laughs> if I'm still on the air here this morning. Oh, my goodness. Let's see here. Danny, you're going to give us a call back? Well, I hope not. Gosh, maybe they, maybe they not only terminated the conversation, but they were tracking him, and they found him, and he's been pulled out of his, uh, his vehicle. I don't know if that would happen with Dillinger there, but uh, who knows? Maybe they threw some kind of a sleep gas in there. Let's see if I can get him to maybe call me back. Uh, we've got 928. Amazingly, I am getting better at multitasking, folks. So let's see if Danny calls back in here while we're, uh, uh, while we're trying to get things taken care of. I will send him a quick message, uh, that says, call me back and see if he gets it in time to, uh, uh, let's see. At the radio station number. This is where the producer would go to commercial. <laughs> oh man, come on now. I don't know. That was that was a little spooky, folks. That was a little spooky. Yes, thank you, Jim. I appreciate that. Jim says uh, yes. We're still on the air. But uh, good morning to Jim, James, Matthew, uh, Stephanie, and uh, some of the other folks that are listening here this morning. This is odd. This is very odd. I don't think that I've ever had this happen before where we're talking about something. And normally the guest calls back right away, you know, because if it's uh, on Danny's end and I've delivered two messages to him, so uh, it's interesting. Hopefully nothing uh, has happened. I don't know if there's any uh, any people out in the lobby here at SRG Financial Advisors with dark sunglasses on that are waiting for me to uh, exit the studio so they can have a word with me. <laughs> He says, I'm on hold. All right, well, let me uh, let me go back to our phone system. And there he is. Danny, that was very interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. Uh, I lost you completely, and now somehow, after I terminated the call, you're back with us. Are you there, sir? Huh. 
this is odd. This is extremely odd. Uh, if you can, uh, if you can hear me, why don't we do this? I'm going to go ahead and I am going to take my bottom of the hour break as I normally would, and then we will reestablish the communication and get Danny back on here for a little bit uh, to finish his thoughts, and we'll do that on the other side of our bottom-of-the-hour information break. Let's see here. It is Stacy Johnson with LakeExpo.com and some local information, Chris Schneider with Lake TV and a look at sports, and you, my friends, are right here, right now, listening to The Daily Show, and as I said, we'll get Danny back on here after our bottom-of-the-hour break and talk some more. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo Newscat for Thursday, December 1st. More details about the drowning on Lake of the Ozarks last weekend. Lake Ozark Fire District has confirmed a kayak was involved in the incident, and first responders say they rescued two people out of the water when they first arrived. Both were treated for hypothermia. Two men drowned in the incident. Both were graduate students at St. Louis University. Organizers are calling the Lodo Relief Fundraiser a huge success. The event raised nearly $55,000 for the needy and Fort Myers Beach after Hurricane Ian devastated the area. More than 400 people came to the event at the Encore Saturday, November 26th. Donations are still being accepted. Organizers also say plans are in the works to send a group from the lake area for several days of work projects in Fort Myers Beach in January. And holiday festivities continue with the Camden tree lighting and Christmas on the Square this weekend. The tree lighting ceremony begins on Friday at 5 and Christmas on the Square runs from 10.30 until 1. There will be games, prizes, a petting zoo, and of course, Santa Claus. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com. Start 2023 outright. Learn evidence-based health and wellness, conflict resolution, tools, and accomplish peace. Learn growth mindsets. Learn to take action and be accountable. Learn to grow from life's challenges. You'll hear six speakers, three virtual and three in person. You'll receive a Scrum Master eBook and Compass Purpose 2.0 book a gift certificate for complimentary coaching, peace fire and two fire training, be beverages and finger foods, all for $49. On January 19th from 1 to 4.30 at Encompass Purpose in Max Creek. To reserve your spot, please call 573-286-5625 or email at encompasspurpose at gmail.com. Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. College hoops last night. Big win for the MSU Bears. A win at Illinois-Chicago 66-51. Bears improving to 4-3 and three on the young season. They will be at home to Bradley on Saturday. Mizzou is 8-0 after beating Wichita State in overtime on Tuesday. Tigers will be at home to SEMO on Sunday. NFL tonight, the Bills and the Patriots. 
Patriots get week number 13 started. Chiefs are 9-2 and two on the road to play the 7-4 and four Bengals. That's a rematch of last year's AFC Championship game. Both teams are red hot. These Bengals, remember, went to the Super Bowl last night. They've won three in a row and five out of six. The Chiefs have won five in a row. Overall in the NFL, the Eagles 10-1 and one with the best record. Chiefs and Vikings 9-2. and two. Then come the Cowboys, Buffalo, and Miami. They are all 8-3. and three. Chiefs are 5-1 and one at home, 4-1 and one on the road so far this season. College football playoff rankings. Georgia number one, Michigan number two, TCU number three. They're all undefeated at 12-0. USC up at number four this week. So if the college football playoffs were to start today, those four teams would make the national semifinals. Ohio State is at five, Alabama at six. And Mizzou, of course, is bowl eligible. They'll find out this weekend what bowl game they're going to. They are six and six after upsetting Arkansas on Black Friday. St. Louis Blues busy tonight at home against the Hurricanes. Blues very mediocre so far this year at 11 and 11. Lake TV brings you five local lake area shows and they're all greatness and starting next week it's the high school basketball coaches show. You'll hear from most all of the local high school basketball coaches get their thoughts on the season ahead, a season preview of sorts. That's the high school basketball coaches show on Lake TV every day starting next Tuesday at 1002, 202 and 602 p.m. Of course you can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90. Don't worry if you don't get Como. You can watch Lake TV absolutely free on Roku, on Amazon Fire, and streaming live all the time on your computer at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Who knows and understands the Lake of the Ozarks better than the people who live here? Key Radio is bringing the public square right to your radio, computer, or mobile device. We get a lot of outside advice on how to handle what's happening at the lake, and that's great. However, we'd rather hear from the people like you who live here, get involved, and really make a difference with Key Radio. You're listening to 89.3 The Key. This is Happy Headlines. I'm the host, David Beach, bringing you good news and heartwarming stories, mainly to make you feel a little better in today's environment. Here's today's story. It looked like it might go bad. The press is full of stories of police and assaults. 62-year-old Stanley Nelson seemingly lives on the streets and had been attempting to shave in the rain outside of Comerica Park last week after a woman on the street handed him a bag full of toiletries and supplies, including a disposable razor and shaving cream. He didn't have running water, so to help him shave, Stanley used water from a nearby downspout and rinsing his newly acquired razor in a sidewalk puddle. An officer spotted him and approached. Stanley immediately started repeating, I'll leave, I'll leave, but the Detroit Police Department has Officer Jeremy Thomas in its ranks. And they're pretty proud of him. Officer Thomas noticed Stanley had shaving cream on his hands, his coat, his face, his eyes, and Officer Thomas wasn't asking Stanley to leave. He said, no, do you need some help? 
Officer Thomas then helped the man shave his face. And that action got caught by Jill Mativa Schaefer and her husband as they were leaving a baseball game. She posted it on Facebook, and of course it was shared by hundreds of social media users and news outlets. And the news? They spoke to Stanley. And here's what he said. That was beautiful what he did, and God is going to bless him for doing that for me because he didn't have to do that. I really appreciate it because, you know, right now I'm going through a thing, and I feel bad about myself, you know, but I'm going to be all right. Well, with officers like Thomas, we're all going to be all right, caring for each other one act of kindness at a time. That's how we'll do it. That is what makes a happy headline. This is Happy Headlines. Hey, you can check out stories like this and others that didn't make it to the podcast by going and checking us out on Facebook. Search for Happy Headlines with David Beach. I'd love to see you there. You can leave a story that you'd like to see on the podcast or that you just want me to know about. Thank you very much for listening. Stay happy, stay healthy, and find a way to make someone's day. This is your chance to get involved in community radio, Lake of the Ozarks, with 89.3, The Key. The key. It is 9.39, and we have uh, secured Danny Ellison. We've got him back on the phone here, and we will get to him in just a moment so he can finish his thoughts with us this morning. i got to tell you, folks, that was weird. And Danny even agreed with me. He said, uh, it sounds like maybe somebody cut us off, <laughs> cut me off. And that's certainly the way it sounded to me as well. 33 in Osage Beach, 34 in Camdenton with some clouds. 50 the high, 41 the low for today. Should see some sunshine. Uh, first it was going to be sunny, then it was going to be mostly sunny. Now sunny to partly cloudy, and we are seeing some of those clouds roll through. Clouds in 41, as I said tonight. Uh, cloudy, windy, and 63 south southwest wind tomorrow at around 20 miles per hour. So we'll go ahead and issue that skirt alert for tomorrow. 42 and partly cloudy on Saturday, 51 and mostly cloudy on Sunday, maybe some showers in the afternoon and evening. Again, about a 50-50 shot with a high of 55 on Monday. Danny Ellison is standing by. Let's get him back on the horn here, sir. Good morning to you. I apologize for uh, whatever technical difficulties we experienced there, but uh, much like yourself, I too felt that that was uh, just a little bit odd, you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how things worked out, but I'm glad you're back. So uh, please continue on with where you left off. Uh, it, well, that should be obvious, folks. Uh, we're sitting here at a very uh, dangerous point in America. Uh, they are active. Like I'm saying, if if you were if you were trying to destroy the country, name me something you would do different than what we're doing right now, uh, because. This is, free speech is dying on the vine, and they are monitoring, and they've admitted to monitoring. And when you start speaking the truth, again, you say they've debunked this and that. Uh, No, they haven't. Uh, These problems, I don't remember a time in my life, there were two different people, one in their 40s, one in their 30s, that are famous writers and songwriters and things that just died yesterday, died in their sleep. One died right after getting married. One died on Thanksgiving night in his sleep. This is not normal. And the fact that they're trying to suppress anybody questioning that this is not normal should scare you because at no point in history has any group suppressing knowledge been the good guys. That's history. The 
bad guys always try to suppress speech. That's why it was our First Amendment. It is the most important amendment to be able to speak the truth. And right now you cannot speak the truth without being fact-checked or shut down or censored in some way. And we have an enormous problem going on in this country. There should be congressional hearings. There should be hearings in the open. We should drag Fauci and the pharmaceutical companies into court because they've already done it overseas, and they've made stunning emissions during that. So we, again, should be asking these questions. They should be allowed to be asked. They should not be censored. No question should ever be censored. Remember, as a child, we were told there are no dumb questions, mm -hmm. and that still holds true. Everything needs to be questioned, especially with what is going on right now, and we are in some very dangerous times, I'm afraid to say. Yeah, I think that you are absolutely right, sir, and it's going to get worse if we, the people, don't do something about it, and that's the problem. We've become so reliant on government and less reliant upon ourselves and that in itself is the problem, or, or what it would uh, seem to be as far as a problem to me. I don't think that people take a whole lot of uh, stock in personal responsibility. I don't think a whole lot of people take a lot of stock in self-reliance. I don't think a lot of people uh, do anything unless there's somebody out there that can maybe help them or do something for them. Now, that is not a bad thing, and I don't want people to think that, you know, if I have a question or if I need some help with something that I can't call somebody, and, and maybe it is local, state, or federal government that you have to uh, rely on to get some answers to questions, but don't let that be the only direction that you go. If you feel as though, you know, something's not right or you need help with something, uh, sometimes you're the one that's going to have to roll up your sleeves and do the digging. And that is the biggest problem because our decision-making process has been so very limited and continues to be that way in terms of what we as individuals are allowed to do. And, and I made this comparison or this, uh, this, I don't know if you want to call it a comparison, but, you know, um, we are expected to pay our taxes every year. Some of us are expected to pay our taxes every year, right? And there are tons of people who find ways to get out of paying their taxes. There are tons of people who don't pay taxes. Now, uh, for those of us that do pay taxes, we are expected to, you know, be gainfully employed so that we can make the money necessary to take care of ourselves and to take care of our taxes. Or we get those little nasty notes from the state or from the IRS, whatever. And so at no point during the day do I recall anybody coming in in the morning, my government is who I'm referring to, and making sure that, you know, when I get up and I put my feet on the floor, I don't slip and fall. Or when I walk down the hallway to the kitchen, that I, I don't slip and fall. Or when I walk down the steps, that I don't slip and fall. Or when I get in and out of the shower, I don't slip and fall. And then when I get dressed and get in my vehicle, that I make it safely from my home to my place of business. Uh, and, and yet this government still feels as though that they can encroach upon our, uh, our lives and our decision-making process, and, and we allow them to do that. And that, in my, in my humble opinion, that seems to be a big part of the problem, that people are becoming less reliant on themselves and more reliant on their government to fix problems. So the government is keen to that. They are aware of the people's uh, you know, thought process. And so they create problems with a solution already sitting there waiting 
to be put into play. So, you know, it it seems as though uh, with the COVID vaccine, uh, we're going to rush this thing through. We're going to tell people that they need to get it. And we're going to make it so glaringly obvious that they need to get it that not only are we going to ask them to get one shot, but maybe two, uh, maybe three, possibly a booster. Now, some people will go along with this and won't have a problem with it because they have become so self-reliant on their government that they think the government is doing what's in their best interest. However, there will be other people that don't see it that way, that don't think that the government really should be in a position to tell people what to do, especially, you know, we can go back to that whole, uh, you know, uh, my body, my choice argument, if you'd like to do that when it comes to things like, uh, uh, you know, abortion, you know, if you're pro-life, you know, whatever, however, and, and, and you see, I think that's what this is really becoming. And then you have those people, as we've talked about, that are the quote unquote crazies or the conspiracy theorists are people that are trying to debunk what it is that is out there. And those people are labeled and those people are kicked to the curb or they find some way to pressure them into uh, stopping what it is they're doing in terms of trying to talk to people or they've done research. And and what's interesting is when somebody, for example, let's say a, a doctor comes out and makes a very valid point about why you might want to question the vaccine before you get vaccinated. And this person is supposedly somebody who has had to go to school and has a degree and knows what they're talking about because maybe this particular doctor is a doctor that you or, 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 or I or somebody else, we, we go to see. And so all of a sudden they're making this guy look like not a doctor, but, you know, what's the opposite of a doctor that doesn't uh, doesn't do well? They, they refer to that doctor as a quack. So all of a sudden this guy who's apparently, you know, done everything that he or, or, or she is supposed to have done, to get where they are today is now being looked at like some kind of an idiot. Like who in the world is this person? But people buy into that. People believe that it's what the other arm of the government that they're not supposed to have the media does to make people look bad for one reason or another. So, I mean, in reality, Danny, I can see where more and more people are feeling less concerned about what their government tells them because we have been, uh, I don't know if you want to call it uh, groomed to some degree to believe that our government only has our best interest at heart. Well, if you go back in history, this becomes to you're not allowed to go back in history because right now we're at that magic moment that was World War II and, and people go, oh, now you're going to go to the Nazis again. Well, okay, you tell me what we've done differently. You tell me what we've done differently. People ask the question over and over. How did the German people allow what happened to the Jews to happen? Well, the American people have stood by and allowed people who merely didn't want to get a, a, an experimental injection to be done exactly the same. Uh, to be quarantined, to be isolated, to be ostracized, to be uh, belittled, attacked and openly attacked in public where they were cheering on people that would assault you in a store for not wearing a mask. We did exactly the same thing. And everybody, after the fact, when they found out this is all a farce, a joke, and nothing is true, uh, uh, they just say, well, we were just doing our job. 
a famous phrase that came out of the Nuremberg trials. We were just doing our jobs. We need a Nuremberg trial type hearing over people forcing us to take an experimental vaccine. This is history repeating itself. Again, the people censoring information are never the good guys. Never. You should always be able to speak openly and freely about everything. And this whole idea of misinformation is exactly in line with what the Germans did with their people and the way they censored the news and they censored any opposition. The First Amendment is specifically designed for speech you do not like. Because always remember, this is my favorite thing to point out, at one point in history, it was illegal to talk against slavery. And so always remember that. The first movement is made specifically for speech you should like. Everybody has a right to speak on this. And squashing these rights is a minute of information, is very much tied to German ideology as far as how they handle things. And this, we need to amendment and come forward dozens of Facebook pages shut mm. down and right. hundreds of thousands of people on them that said I was affected by the fact and they're not allowed to be hurt well you were breaking up again sir so I don't know if uh, maybe they're attempting to uh, to try and uh, infiltrate our call yet again. However, I will thank you very much for the opportunity to uh, talk with you this morning. I appreciate the fact that uh, you were able to call back and talk some more, and I look forward to hearing from you again next Thursday at uh, the same bad time, same bad station, right here at about 9.10 Central Time on Key Radio, and The Daily Show. Have a wonderful day, my friend. Always a pleasure. Give Dillinger a big uh, hug and a kiss for all of us. We miss him, too. And we'll look forward to seeing you roll through town uh, probably mid-December. How about that? That sounds good, and I thank you for your time, and I'm glad I got a chance to call you, and I hope you all have a wonderful day on that beautiful lake you live on. That is the educated redneck, Danny Ellison. And as always, we're glad to have him on to do some ranting, to do some raving, and to uh, just generally check in with us and let us know how he's doing and where he is at in these United States. Hey, you've got a little time left if you'd like to uh, contribute with a phone call on Key Radio at 573-633-5395. But I did see this, and I think it's interesting. And sometimes, I mean... You know, if this was something from The Onion, I would question it. I would say this is more than likely something that somebody made up. But this is ResistTheMainstream.com. And um, I started checking out this website that JR turned me on to. It's called Truth Social. And there's a lot of different things out here. But an interesting story. It says, extinction activist wants humans to voluntarily die out. Feed them, don't breed them. A Tuesday guest on the CBS program, Dr. Phil Oppend, humans should stop having children so our species becomes extinct. Voluntary human extinction movement founder Les Knight told Dr. Phil, human extinction would give our planet a chance to heal. Fox News further reported an advocate of human extinction Tuesday called on everyone to voluntarily stop having children for humanity to die out and give the biosphere a chance to recover. 
Tuesday's Dr. Phil episode focused on the ethics of procreation and the debate over overpopulation, where Voluntary Human Extinction Movement founder Les Knight delivered a variety of shocking statements. You're involved with an extinction movement who basically uh, say we just need to live long and die out. We just need to feed, not breed. Is that what you say, Dr. Phil asked Knight? Feed them, don't breed them. Yes, that's right. We're not taking care of the people who are already here, Knight responded. Knight went on to illustrate his proposition. My plan is for everyone to think before they procreate, and if people really think about it, think it all the way through and have the wherewithal not to procreate, which is a really big problem all over the planet. And if people think about it, as you mentioned, 44, 44% of young people are saying, no, I don't think I want to do that just because they thought about it. He then laid out his ideology's opt- uh, optimal conclusion. And if we all stopped procreating, we'll go extinct slowly. We'll clean up our messes as we go, and the biosphere, what's left of it, will have a chance to recover. Interesting thing about that, the biosphere recovers, and then what? Nobody's around to enjoy it. He later suggested that reproductive freedom is the most important thing we need today, claiming that hundreds of millions of couples are denied their right to not procreate. Knight elaborated that many do not have the contraceptive services, reproductive health services that they need. Those are not provided, and maybe people should supply their own, but they can't afford it because they're having more offspring that they can't feed. He gave one example of the difficulties people face trying to avoid procreation. Try to get a sterilization here in America when you haven't had kids and you're only 22, he later added. We're not allowing people to not breed. When a panelist who was an expert on fertility suggested that copper IUDs are widely used for contraception, another guest suggested many cannot be trusted to be that responsible. Content creator Anton Daniels said there... Uh, said these irresponsible people end up having to be taken care of, whether it to be the prisons that we built for them or the social services that we have to create for them, and they do not become more educated, and they do things differently. They breed more. That's what happens. Baby daddy. Knight, uh, despite advocating the extinction of the human race last week, received an adoring profile in the New York Times, even being compared to the late Mr. Rogers of television fame. Tall and gentle, Mr. Knight comes across as clear-eyed and thoughtful, like a mashup of Bill Nye and Fred Rogers. While Mr. Knight may be against the creation of more humans, he shows great compassion for the ones that already exist, the profile read. So, the guy's saying, feed them, don't breed them, don't procreate. Well, then I think maybe there should be a consequence for that. (laughs) You know, there's, of course, ways to stop that from happening. There are contraceptive devices out there. There are things like the pill. There are condoms. There are other things that people can use. People can get vasectomies. Men can have their tubes tied. Women can do things as well. But how about abstinence, folks? Could we really abstain from any type of sexual activity that might afford someone the opportunity, a woman, to become pregnant? Could we abstain How about we do away with all of the things that are available to keep people from having children? And we just abstain. You're saying, essentially, don't procreate, 
But you're also saying, well, it's okay to do whatever you want to do. Just make sure that, you know, you wear a condom or you take a pill or you do something else like get a vasectomy so that the chances of you, you know, having children is 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 minimized, not completely and totally done away with because, you know, people still want to have sex. People still have those urges. People still have those needs. We do preach abstinence among young people, and some people have chosen a life of abstinence themselves. But what do you think that would mean? If that is really the direction that people want to go, we don't want to continue to populate the earth. We want the human race to die out eventually. But I don't think you could ever, like anything else, it seems to be a blanket approach to the way that they want to do things here. And I don't think you're ever going to keep people from procreating. I don't think that will ever happen, even if there are laws against it. Because what do people like to do? What do criminals like to do? Well, they like to break the law. Because for them, the law isn't important. They are going to do what they want to do. And while we have seen this type of um, topic come to the forefront a lot, and there are things that people are, are talking about, and COVID being one of them, and the vaccine being another one as ways to stop people in their tracks because people are dying from it. But how about we just have worldwide abstinence, and then the biosphere can recover and the world will live happily ever after, even there, even though there's no one around to enjoy it, right? Have a marvelous day. Back in your ears tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. right here on 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri. Great day.